What's up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode of Killer Talk with Big Near. And as you can see, I have a guest. Yes, your favorite guest. Yes, one of my favorite guests, a returning <laughs> guest. Yo, what up, what up, what up? <laughs> I'm going to let Cuz introduce herself because she has a lot of different names, so I don't know which one she's going with today. No, I'm just going to be Cuz today. You know oh, just Cuz today? Just Cuz okay. today. So no Jupiter from Mars. No Jupiter, you know, taking a little break. Not E Wizzy. Was it E Millie with the really? E Millie with the really, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> e Millie. So if you're confused, that's all the same person, guys. <laughs> <laughs> each episode is a different name. Look, we gonna be out here, look. Cause I come with it, with the fact. I feel you. Okay, so the name of today's case that I have is called. Deadly control. Uh oh. Ooh, Lord. The calls coming from inside the house. The calls coming from the calls coming from So this case takes place in Beaumont, Texas. Beaumont. Beaumont. Why well, I said Beaumont? <laughs> <laughs> I really pronounced the U. <laughs> <laughs> Beaumont, Texas. You ever Beaumont. been there? Beaumont. Nah, I ain't been to Beaumont. Okay. It sounds so, country though. It does sound very country. I think it's like a little small town with like, you know, cute little families and stuff, I think. Oh, so, <laughs> I think Olivia Simmons was born in July 19th, 1980. She grew up in a large family. She had five siblings and she was the oldest. Okay. She, and she was a very sweet, loving, and caring girl. Her future sister in law said that she always called her fabulous because she was just so fabulous. Mm. Yes. And she's like a pretty little. Light skin. I think she's mixed with black and white because their mom was white. So I believe they're mixed with black and white. So Olivia graduated from Everest University, South Orlando in Tampa, Florida. Everest. Yeah. Like, it's one of them online schools. Aaron. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> if it was, we can't talk about her online degree. あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ、あ
Okay. So she worked in a tax business, becoming very successful. Olivia married her childhood sweetheart named Al. They didn't show Al. I kind of wish they did. So I could have seen what he was looking like, but they didn't show him. I got this from Discovery Evil Married to Evil. That was the name of the um, episode. Okay. I mean, the series. So she even let her brother, Josh, who was just a year younger than her, move in when he graduated. You know, move in with her and her husband when he graduated. She helped him get a job. And, you know, she was a great sister. Very family oriented. Okay. All right. Family oriented. So in 1999, she became a mother and she gave birth to her daughter, Arielle. 1999. 1999. What was I doing? I was in a freshman in high school. You was a freshman in high school in 99? Yep. Yeah, in August of 99, I was a freshman in high school. Aaron, stop it. Because I was only in what? Elementary? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Dang, I was born in 93. Yeah, wow. Yikes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, Ariel said in her childhood, they went fishing a lot. They went camping. Like, it was filled with a lot of fun memories. But after the birth of Olivia's second daughter, which they didn't say her name, I'm guessing they wanted to keep her out of it. She didn't sign the release. That's what happened. Yeah, pretty much because she's grown now. Yeah, she didn't want to be involved. She said, I don't want to relive the memories. Yeah, but Ariel was in it. She was talking. She said, you're going to hear what I got to say. Oh, it's that first one. that be ready. Yeah, be ready. So after the birth of the second daughter, their marriage fell apart. And then they end up getting a divorce, which, of course, bothered Olivia a lot because she like, dang, you know, I had a little family. Now I'm like a single mom with two girls. You know, she was scared to get back out there and date. But she decided that she didn't want to do it. And her sister-in-law, Brittany, you know, encouraged her to get back on her feet. I bet she did, Brittany. Stop it. Brittany's nice. Okay. So when she went out there and started looking for her new love, she found her a man named Christopher Jones. Come on, Chris Jones. Chris Jones. Called Chocolate Man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He worked at a prison guard. I mean, he worked at a prison guard. He worked as a prison guard. Okay. And, you know, everyone was happy of the idea of her finding a new man and being happy. And at this time, her daughters are eight and one. So remember, she just divorced the husband. Eight and one. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry. So Olivia family had this little ritual where every Sunday, it was like football Sundays at the church, they would go to her parents' house and they would be there all night watching the games, eating, you know, it's like a whole family thing. Mm-hmm. I would love to have that because that sounds so cute. <laughs> that would, like every Sunday you meet up at your parents' house and they grill if it's the summertime and you watch the sports. and That sounds fun. It sounds fun until you be like, dang, I got to do this every Sunday. Okay, Aaron, that was their <laughs> <laughs> what if you so, want to lay in the bed and do nothing all day well I guess you can skip out every now and then <laughs> but not big. if it's like a big game you can't skip out well I ain't a sports fan so sure that's probably why you don't care yeah Sorry, I would just y'all. want the drinks and the food don't crucify me y'all but yeah cause I don't like sports I'm not a, I'm not a big sports person 
So Olivia's mother offered Chris some food. You know, like you at the house, you tell him, you know, he'll get you a plate and some food in there. Right, right. To Olivia and says, yeah, you can go make me something to eat. And it took Brittany off guard, you know. But she brushed it off because she was like, you know, maybe he's old school. He liked for the woman to make his plate. But the way he said it was kind of like a go go do as I say type thing. And that kind of, you know, didn't sit right with Brittany. Not Olivia. Olivia didn't seem to mind. She got up and did it. But Ariel, on the other hand, wasn't really feeling his energy. Like, she felt like something was off from the beginning. And she said he was very arrogant and a know-it-all. I mean, just from that comment, he sounded like it. Yeah. So, Chris used to tell Ariel that he was going to marry Olivia, which pissed her off because she was not with it at all. So, every time he would tell her that, she would go run to her mom and beg her not to marry him. Like, she did not. Hey, y'all, the kids be knowing now. The kids, their intuition be. Yeah, he's eight. You got to listen to it sometimes, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, it ain't all the time, but something like that where it's like, hey, this grown person giving me bad energy, especially a man. A grown-ass man, yep. Yep, nah, nah. You gotta be like, baby, what's going on? Why you feel like that, you know? Yeah, she just, you know, mother just, I don't know, I guess she was so in love, she ain't paid no mind. But You I'm in love to- with somebody that's telling you what to do with your every move? Well, so far, we don't know that just yet. He just oh, told her to go oh, make okay. him play. I'm just jumping to conclude. Yeah, so okay. you're jumping. <laughs> <laughs> so, apparently, early in their relationship, they went out on a date. And this is kind of like when they first started dating. So, this was like one of the early, early dates of them getting to know each other. They went out to a restaurant where apparently Chris X was at. And she got into it with Olivia. Yeah, but it just so happened that her brother Josh and Brittany was there too. And they said, next thing you know, three girls jump on Olivia. What? Yeah, she gets jumped in this restaurant, and Chris is just sitting there laughing with his homeboys. What? Yes. Olivia got two kids? Yes. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold on. You said she was born in 1980. Uh-huh. 99, she had a baby. 99, she had a baby. So she was only five years older than me, right? Mm-hmm. And if I'm in high school <laughs> in 1999, she... And then um, so eight years later, she got a divorce. So her daughter was eight when she got a divorce. I'm, I'm just trying to do, do some math because... Oh, she is. She should be in like her late 20s. No. Yeah. 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 Because if she was, she's only five years older than me, I'm going into high school in 99. I was... 13? Yeah. 13, 14. About to be 14. No, nah, because I, I didn't turn... Was I? Yeah. About to turn 14. So she only... She was like 19. Okay, 18, 19. When she got her first kid. Okay, okay. All right. I'm just, and then she, she got married and got divorced eight years later. So, yes. like 28. Okay. Late 20s. Okay. She's getting jumped at a restaurant. I mean, it makes a little bit more sense what's going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, I would yeah. hope that a woman in her mid to late 30s wouldn't be listening. No, no. It do sound like, because her name's Olivia. Such an older name. <laughs> I she, mean, it is, but I had a friend in middle school. Her name was Olivia, so. Oh. 
Hey, Olivia. Hey, Liv. <laughs> well, now you got to change it. Hey, Liv. <laughs> but so she was getting jumped. Chris wasn't doing anything but laughing and watching. But I never, <laughs> now I don't want to call sister-in-law out because, you know, I don't, I don't want to do that. But I ain't never hear her say that she told brother to hold her purse and she jumped in it. I didn't hear um, nothing about she jumped in the fight. Right. Like, who's telling this story? Like, there's no... Brittany was telling the story. It wasn't no, like, like, yeah, I'm in there. Like, you ain't yeah, gonna do my sister no, like that. Yeah, it was no, I jumped in and we're in there fighting. It was it was none of that. I mean, the brother-in-law didn't, like, pull the girls off of her. Nothing. Just That's her brother. Josh so is Brittany's. I mean, Josh is Olivia's brother. Josh didn't get in there and was like, nah, you know, get on up off of her, pulling up. Josh up. was breaking it up, but then the cops eventually was called. Everybody took off, including Chris, leaving Olivia. And Olivia. The man who <laughs> works at jail yes. is running from the police. <laughs> we still in Texas. Yeah, we still in Texas. Okay, I'm just a little confused. <clears throat> Continue. <laughs> so Olivia work. hops in her suburban with her sister-in-law and she's like bleeding and everything's crazy so Olivia goes home the next day sister-in-law Brittany calls her and like you need to press charges against them girls like that's not cool Olivia somehow ended up talking to Chris of course and Chris like nah baby listen you can't do that you know, I work at the prison. You can't, you might mess that up for me if you go press charges and somehow I get wrapped up in it because that was my ex. So she didn't press charges. Uh, but he could have stayed around and been like, yo, I don't know what happened. You know, you know me. I work at the jail. I'm straight laced. <laughs> um, I wasn't in this. I even tried to break it up. We know that ain't true. Yeah. And eventually he gonna, you know, he's already shady at this moment. Yeah, we're not feeling him. So one day, Olivia was at the park with her kids, her brother Josh, and Brittany and the family. And, you know, her phone kept ringing and kept ringing. Josh noticed it, but she didn't ever answer. So when everybody was getting ready to leave, Olivia and her kids are in the car. A truck flies in the parking lot. It's Chris. He hops out the car with the door <laughs> open, runs to Olivia passenger side, and starts punching her window, yelling at her. What? <laughs> like he is pissed because she's not answering the phone. So he's going to fuck off. Mind you, her kids are in the car. She's in the car telling him to stop. She's crying. It, it's a mess. So Olivia, brother, like, oh, hell no. Nah. So Josh starts going over there and Brittany goes and holding him back. Uh, now, I'm not trying to, I mean, Brittany just seems like she's just too peaceful for me. Um, Brittany seems like she got something going on with Chris, like, I don't, or she got something out for the sister, like, oh, you got him just controlling, man. This what you get, this what you deserve, type energy right now. I mean, like, why you don't stop, brother? Let him go over there and get her. Like, fuck that. Nah, because we both over there jumping on his ass. You think yeah. I'm gonna let some grown ass man guess, jump on and, my sister? In Brittany' defense, she did have uh, her kids and stuff was there, so maybe she didn't want the kids to see their daddy. Getting into a fight? No, I don't, and what about your sister and her kids? That's okay. Yeah. So Brittany said that her kids were scared and crying, but Olivia' daughters wasn't. It was like they was used to it, like which is kind of sad. Like they're used to this this toxic ass behavior. 
So after the altercation, Olivia stopped talking to Josh and Brittany for about a year. During this time, Chris and Olivia claimed that they were going to therapy and Chris was going to work on his anger. But uh, Ariel said nothing changed. Uh, I bet not because he like, what I need therapy for? Are you supposed to do what I say? I mean, she cut off her brother. Like, they said she was embarrassed. She probably was embarrassed. And she was still talking to her mom, though, and the rest of the family, just not her brother. I just, I don't know how you do that. Yeah, it's a little weird. I'm gonna talk to everybody but him. I, I mean, it, I mean, it's more than that for me. It's just like if I know you in an abusive relationship, I'm still gonna be looking out for you. Yeah. Like you don't have to talk to me, but you think I ain't gonna be finding out where you at, what's going on? Like, I, I guess I was watching from afar. Yeah. I mean, I would be. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna so, say. I mean, I, everybody ain't everybody, so. If she was adamant about don't come around, don't I don't want to see you, I don't want to talk to you, then maybe he was just like, fine, then, like, it ain't nothing I can do, which I'm not sure he was doing a whole lot before. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron, we don't know. And I mean, I mean, the girl done got beat up yeah, she got multiple you. times in your presence, and you're going to let some little woman hold you back? Like, you ain't holding me back from nothing if my sister getting whooped on. Yeah, that is true. So, nice try, pal. (laughs) (laughs) But at this point, Olivia is in love with him, and everyone in the family thought Chris was a great guy, except for Josh and Brittany, because they done already seen that other side. So, on July 2014, Chris proposed to Olivia in front of their family. Oh, God. Trapped her so she couldn't say no. Yep. Yeah, for real, right? Because like you don't want to embarrass them saying no in front of everybody. Listen, y'all, say no. If it's in the wrong spirit, say no. If you know, if you feel like it's a trap, say no. I'm like, no, I think I'm fine. We're good. Yeah, and then watch him blow up in front of your whole family, and so they can all see it. Uh huh. And protect you, and be like, oh, I didn't, I didn't even know. Well, you know now. So Brittany found out via Facebook, but when Olivia did tell her. She didn't have much to say. You know, she wasn't really feeling it. Olivia, now this is the part that kills me. Olivia told Brittany that Ariel, I mean, Ariel wasn't feeling it. And Brittany told her to listen to your daughter. Like, if she's not feeling it, then maybe you should figure out why. Olivia said, no, she just wants, no, she don't want me to be with nobody but her dad. Uh, Okay. I feel like maybe part of that is true. But on the other hand, it's like, also, my dad wasn't beating on you like this, so... Right. You know? And you can't possibly think that him showing up and beating on your window because you're not answering the phone is normal behavior. You getting jumped by three girls. You getting jumped by three girls in a restaurant. While we're in the beginning of dating, you would not see me no more after that. No! Work for the gym or not. And I'm getting jumped. First of all, Olivia. Mm-mm. I was like, you want them so bad, you can have them. There you go. Take yeah, it. Yeah, you can definitely have them. So Olivia was down to stick with Chris because she felt like he was really trying to change. So nothing nobody said mattered, not even her daughter, because she knew Chris was going to change. And baby girl too young to really have an opinion. Because she's probably like two. Two, three. She whatever. didn't even know what was happening. 
Yeah. So, Chris, the girls, Olivia, all moved into a new house, which this man ran like a prison. I bet. Do as he say, clean how he say, when he wanted clean. The bed couldn't even have wrinkles on it. You had to go with your hands and push out all the wrinkles on your bed. What? Was he in the military, too? I I, I don't know. That sounds like he could have been. That's giving a little military vibes. Yeah, a little bit, now. Maybe just the prison, like how you got to be so strict on the prisoners. I don't know. That's it. when I be watching Sixty Days in. It seems like them, them folks don't care. Okay, inmates, inmates be in there talking about the the people in the program. Man, they ain't even paying attention to the button. Nobody in here. I mean, this last season of Sixty Days in is just wild. I know. I need to watch it. I need to watch it. It's but Lana. This is also giving me Stanford Project vibes. You need to look that up if you ain't heard of it. Haven't where heard. it was a experiment at Stanford where they split people into guards and prisoners. It's supposed to last two months. We was just talking about this last night. It's supposed to last two months and only lasted six days because the people who were the guards like came out of their shell or something and turned into assholes on a thousand. Why I feel like, and it's just like I don't know. It's like when you think that okay. you got control over somebody and they got to do what you say. You just is this a movie? It's it is a movie, but the project was from like a long time ago. Like I, I heard like about. I watched this in college. They yeah. showed us this in some class. What class was I? some criminal justice class I was in? I this sounds like some kind of psychology class. Or something. Yeah, it it sounds so familiar. Yeah, I mean the, it's crazy. That's what he giving. Mm. He giving real like, oh, I got all the authority, so you everybody do what I say. Yeah, that that's exactly what it's giving. So the whole house pretty much had to be cleaned every night. I mean, everything. The floors had to be mopped, dishes cleaned, put away, vacuum every single night. They had to do all this. And if you was not in your room, your room door had to be open. So if company come, they'll walk down the hall and see how beautiful and neat y'all rooms are. Wow, not we showing off the rooms, yeah, like we in a museum. <laughs> and on on this side here, we have uh, Ariel's room. You know, <laughs> as you can see, it's being kept up. Yeah, no, no one can enter. You feel free to take pictures. <laughs> no touching anything. Don't no touch, touch anything. anything. I mean, so it's it's just in pristine condition. Yep. Okay, moving on. Left it. Moving on to the two-year-old's room. <laughs> no binkies <laughs> on the floor. Okay. The crib is made. Rarely cries. Look at her in her crib right now playing with the bunny. Okay. Not a wrinkle in sight. <laughs> if I took a white glove right now, there would be no dust on the bars. It's <laughs> no, everything tip top shape. This it is perfect. <laughs> so Chris number one rule is what happens in his house stays in his house which in most cases I understand that but in this case no not if this is being a bit abusive it doesn't need to stay in the house if you have to say it you shouldn't be doing it mm-hmm. because you know you're doing something wrong that part it's it's like an understood that and you know we all know kids don't have no damn filter you <laughs> say something around them they running telling their friends teachers and you be like I ain't want to know that yeah but to be like, hey, whatever happens here stays here. We ain't grown going to Vegas and it's a joke. 
you telling the little kid to keep secrets? Nah. Yeah, that's not good. When you an adult, you like, hey, this gonna stay between us, child. Tell it off. Yep. Tell it okay. off. Tell it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, sorry, y'all. We gonna get back to it. Just mm-hmm. so one day, Olivia called Ariel in the kitchen, to which she responded, "You know, hey, I'll be right there." Mm-hmm. And you know, Chris whooped her because he said that was disrespectful, and she used to not talk to her mother like that. Yeah, I've knew I've known some parents like that. Who you can't say what, you can't say yeah, you can't question them. Nothing. I'll be like, just says she'll be right there. What? What's the problem? <laughs> what did she say wrong? What? Hey. <laughs> Unfortunately, like, I mean, I some black parents do 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 that. You you on what? When I call you, you better come right now. You she didn't come right now. I mean, I get the what they think is disrespectful, but she didn't even say that. She just said, "I'll be right there." Right. Look, that don't matter. <laughs> so, in January 2015, Olivia' mom got sick and she passed away. Uh oh. Mama gone. It was hurt because they were very very close. And Chris act like he cared, but he really didn't give a fuck. No, he didn't care. Cause no. now he like he got she got one ally. That's what he, that's what's going on in his mind. See, that's what he thought. But after the death of her mother, Olivia and Brittany got back super super close again. Great, love it. Yes. So one day she called Brittany whispering, and Brittany like, "Girl, why the why are you whispering? What's going, what you whispering about?" And she like, he has cameras in the house, and so she what? can't talk too loud because he'll be able to hear her. She couldn't go outside. Oh, well, he got cameras. I guess she can't go outside. No. She have a job. She worked from home mainly, I believe. Oh, no. Well, did she work from home? I know she had a tax business. So, no, I think she did work in the office. She probably did do some work from home. Probably both. Oh, no. So, there was 10 cameras in the house. Two in the front of the house. One in the hallway by the front door. One in the living room where you could see the living room and the kitchen. Chris could also watch them whenever he wanted because, you know, he could just pull it up. He could even talk to them when they're not there. He can hear them talking. They can talk back to him. Creepy. Like, I I always thought those was a little weird. Like, the cameras, like, when you got cameras. I mean, I get it if you are, like, a celebrity and you need to be, like, extra cautious, you know. But not if you're just a regular Joe. I don't think... I understand, like, some people, they got they have expensive things in their home. Mm-hmm. They may have cleaning crews come in, or if they have people come and work on the house that, and they aren't there. That's, that's smart. It's one thing, you know what I'm saying? But just to have them, just to have them, like... That's a big... Uh, have them um, at, the, at the entrance of, you know, the exits of all the house. Right. Why do we need to hear? I think that's the part that gets me, when you can hear what's going on. That's the creepy part. Like, you're really giving them no... They only didn't have cameras in their bedrooms in the bathroom. Like, you're literally giving them no privacy. I don't know. I don't know about that. And the cameras had night vision. Yo, not night vision. <laughs> <laughs> These cameras had night vision, y'all. I don't know. I would have had to leave, leave, leave the clothes and been, hey, 
come on, y'all, we're going to go to the grocery store. Never come back. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, okay. it would have been, yeah, me and my mom went to the grocery store. And we just never went back home. Yeah, we just never went back home. Yeah, we moved all the way clear across the country. So, one night, Chris and Olivia was in the room arguing when Ariel, her name is like Ariel, Ariel, Ariel. I want to call her, so just her damn name. Hey, can I call her A? <laughs> What's her, spell it, A-R-I-E-L? Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like, like, like the princess. Ariel. Yeah, like the princess Ariel. I want to call her Ariel. I want to put a lot of different emphasis in her name. You, you should, you should uh, put the accent on there, like Sebastian. Ariel. Ariel. <laughs> So when Ariel heard Olivia, that's when she heard Olivia say that she couldn't breathe. So Ariel goes to check on her, but as soon as she like opened her mom door, it slammed back, hit her in the face. What? So then Chris come out yelling, putting his like finger in her forehead, pushing her back, like yelling at Ariel. So Ariel get mad, like, yo, you really think I'm not gonna come check on my mama when I'm hearing her say she can't breathe? Like, no. She won't go on for none of that shit. Mm-mm. So she asked her mom, like, so you going to allow Chris to keep doing this to you? And Olivia told her, I will leave when I'm tired. You ain't tired yet? Nope. How long does that take? Because in July 23rd, 2016, Chris and Olivia got married. <gasps> oh. And of course, Ariel was not feeling it at all. She wanted to eject. But she didn't because her mother looked like so freaking happy. Like she looked so happy and she just didn't want to ruin it. And her, Olivia, uh, not Olivia, Brittany and Josh was at the wedding. They wasn't in the wedding, but they was at the wedding, which Olivia was so happy about because apparently Chris didn't let her other three sisters be a part of the wedding. I'm amazed. Yeah. Because at this point, we like 30, right? Yeah. Early 30s. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, you know, I, I mean, the abuse was taking place long enough to do yep. another on the, on the mind, but God, man. It's what, great. We, what do we be saying on this podcast? It is okay to be alone. Yes, it is. It's okay to be alone. It, it is. is okay to be alone. Mm-hmm. It is okay to wait on somebody that's going to treat you right. Mm-hmm. Who's going to love you how you need to be loved. And in return, you love them how they need to be loved. That is true. That is true. So You don't need a man. You don't need a partner. You don't need nothing. What you need is a job and a place to lay your head at night. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what you need. <laughs> no need to stress over things you can't control. People you can't control, none of that shit. None. So the at first work, sign of trouble, y'all dip on up out of there. <laughs> at work, Chris started getting very violent and aggressive. Chris even had some recordings of him beating up an inmate so bad that the inmate could not move and they had to call the ambulance, take him to the hospital. What? Yes. And he's showing this like like it's funny. Of course, he was placed on administration leave. So while he's sitting at home, almost pretty much about to not have a job, Olivia is thriving in her tax business. I mean, she got... I she is over there making that buku. So, you know, Chris, I think pretty much about to lose his job. So he come up with the idea to, let's start a food truck. Oh, man. 
that's mistake number 452. And Olivia's like, you know what, babe? I could even pay for it. This money I've been saving up from the job. I could just go buy us a truck and start this business. Nope. So Olivia was going around making it seem like Chris was doing everything for the business when really all his ass do was did was legit cook the food. He didn't buy it. He didn't do the paperwork. He didn't do nothing for the truck. He didn't do shit, but just cook the food. But got all the credit. Yeah, because if if she didn't give him the credit, she would have got whooped. Probably so. So in September 2018, Ariel graduated high school and she was ready to go off to college so she can get the hell away from that house. Mm-hmm. She said, I got to get up out of here. Yeah. Sorry, mom. I got to go. But it was somewhere close that she was able to get home like very quickly and you would see why. So, on February 13, 2019, Ariel had a feeling to like call her mom. You know how you get those feelings like, let me call this person because something Mm -hmm. feels off. Yep, all the time. She called her mother and her mother answered and she was like, you know, tomorrow's Valentine's Day. I'm going to bring you your gift tomorrow. I'm going to see you later. Love you, whatever. Little did she know that would be the last time that she would actually talk to her mother. 12 hours later, Chris calls 911 saying his wife was shot in the head. So around 9 a.m. the next morning, that's when Chris called Ariel saying something happened to her mother and it doesn't look good. So he called 911, then he called her. So when police arrived, Chris told them that they had a disagreement where he said they've been doing this for too long. And if they can't get it together, they shouldn't be together. So when she brought up that he wanted a divorce, he claimed it's something that he'd been telling her he wanted. And Olivia said, if you don't want me, I'm going to kill myself. So she goes run in the house, go in their room, grab the loaded gun, point it to her head. You know, now they're going back and forth. They're tussling over the gun. They're fighting or whatever. He claimed that he grabbed it, and when Olivia, when he grabbed it, Olivia yanked it, and the gun went, the gun went off. Now we know that's a lie, and shot her in the head. Well, it shot her. So Ariel said she got to her mother's house in 15 minutes, and she seen Chris' mom out there, and Olivia was 38 at this time, and you know Chris' mom let her know that her mother passed away, that she didn't make it. As well as Josh pulled up the brother and, you know, was giving the same news. So, detective said that Olivia Keys was on her trunk. She had groceries in her car and a bouquet of flowers in the backseat. So, so this story really ain't adding up. Yeah, it seemed like she was in the middle of, like, doing something that morning before this whole argument happened and I'm going to kill myself thing. Mm -hmm. So... When they went in the room to see her, she was lying on her stomach in the bedroom. She was missing some of her clothing, and the back of her head was bloody. So when they turned her over, they seen that the bullet exit through her left eye, which made them believe that she was shot in the back of the head. So this cannot be an accidental shooting. No. Talking about we was fighting over the gun, and it went off. How? With her (laughs) on her stomach, sir. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know when you about to kill y'all come on now you can't these people be coming up with the worst yes yeah, so if you gonna kill somebody have your story together 
Because what kind of sense does it make that, sh- that you fighting over a gun and the person that you kill is laying on their stomach? Mm-hmm. That don't make sense. That's... That don't make sense. He's been listening to me, too many jail stories. Yeah. So they bring Chris down for an interview where he said they was getting stuff for the food truck. And Chris got mad because he felt like Olivia wasn't doing her part, which we know is a lie because everyone said that Olivia did more to him. Right. She got the truck doing the paperwork. Only thing you doing is cooking. Exactly. She even went grocery shopping for the truck. So that's when he proceeded to tell her he wanted a divorce. Olivia got mad, stormed in the house, you know, put a gun to her head. Same story. A shotgun. She put a whole shotgun to her head. Um, no, not a shotgun, a regular gun. He did have a shotgun, but she used uh, a regular gun. But she was fighting over the shotgun. No, no, no. They was fighting over a regular gun. Did I say a shotgun? Sorry. I didn't mean to say. They had a shotgun, but I said a loaded gun. That's what you thought. Okay, about. right. Okay, I misheard. My bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they did have a shotgun, but she didn't grab that. Okay. So, the interviewers, I mean the interviewers, the investigators did notice that Chris did have a lot of cameras in his home. So, of course, at the station, they're like, you know, let me see the camera. Right. See the, the videos, because we can see all that. He's mm-hmm. like, okay. So he pulled up on his phone, but there was no recording. He's like, oh, the damn system been messing up. This was like a waste of money that we bought it. It doesn't work. And they're just like, um, mm-hmm. I don't excuses know. here. We don't believe that. Yeah, I don't know if I believe it. <clears throat> it only picked up after the incident happened. So it was like a blank time between when they got into it. It was like nothing recorded. But it picks up when he running in the living room calling 911. I bet it does. So, of course, they pressure him and they're like, you know the old trick. I mean, was it just an accident? Like, you got okay. to let us know. And yeah, just let us know. Did you accidentally maybe delete some because you got scared? You didn't mm-hmm. know. And he like, yeah, yeah. I-, I deleted the videos. And they're like, well, how many did you delete? He like, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Apparently, his ass deleted everything. Except from one camera. And that camera showed Olivia in the kitchen, not outside, like he claimed. She's in the uh-huh. kitchen, putting away stuff, cleaning up. Chris goes in the kitchen, and then he walks back to the room. And then you see Olivia start walking back to the bedroom. But she kind of, like, jump a little bit. Like, she didn't know he was standing right there. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing you see is him coming out, calling 911. So... After he called 911, instead of helping his wife, he was busy deleting videos. Uh, of course he was. But he won't get caught. So then he was placed under arrest for murder. 24 hours later, he made bond and was placed on house arrest. His bond was $150,000. Who made, who bailed him out of jail? <laughs> his mama. His, uh, you know his mama did. That's not my baby. He went, He loved her. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, mama think it was an accident. Uh, I, mm. So mama probably was beat up. Probably was. That's where he got it from. Mm-hmm. So the trial began in March 2022. At trial, that's when a lot of the home life came to light because they got the videos. Ariel was telling everything. That and they actually had the videos of what life was like in the house. You know, he recorded everything. Mm-hmm. And then this one video they show, he is just in the kitchen calling her stupid because it's like a, a spot. You know, the trash can, there might be some food that's spilling, get on the wall. 
Yeah. And I guess that happened. He's calling her all types of stupid and dumb and the kids not no. Well, he said Ariel's not here, so you can't blame it on her. This has always been you. Get your shit together, Olivia. You're so fucking stupid. I mean, just oh, man. pushing her around like ridiculous. It was, and she's just like, I'm sorry. And da 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 da. da. She just looks so defeated. Because mm-hmm. what's she supposed to do? Should have left his ass. I mean, that part. Should have never married him when you got jumped on your first date. I would have been out. But luckily for Olivia and her family, the jury was made up of mostly women. <laughs> you know, yeah. they won't feel in that. And Chris was 43 at this time. He was sentenced to 30 years and he'll be eligible for parole in 2037. Why should he be eligible for parole? Well, I'm assuming they probably charged him with like manslaughter. Yeah, like a manslaughter charge. He wasn't charged with first degree murder. Because it wasn't what premeditated? Yeah, they think it was just like an argument and he just that it went out of control. Mm-hmm. So what do you think of today's case? Um, that's insane. <laughs> Aside from being killed, I think a lot of people go through that. Yeah. <laughs> and it could escalate at any moment. I feel like so many signs before we even got engaged. Yeah, like don't be a, don't be scared to walk away and be like, nah, I'm good. I'm just gonna go ahead and starting over is better than being six feet under. And this, maybe she she got too attached to the first guy she really talked to after her divorce. Yeah, probably the first guy that showed her some kind of attention. Mm-hmm. And he probably ain't started off. Maybe when they first started talking, it wasn't. Hitting. You know, you know how that that it, that's always the case. No, when we first got together, it wasn't bad. Like it was little things here and there, but. I mean, but how did he make up? I can't get past her getting jumped on the first date. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't get past that. <sighs> No. And your sister was there. Okay, we ain't gotta keep talking about sister-in-law. <laughs> sister-in-law was there when you got your whole ass jumped. Um, I'm taking the kids. I'm like, yo, live. Like, I gotta, I gotta get the kids. They can't be in the household with him. Yeah, because at that time, when she died, he said that the kids were 19 and 11. When he killed her. Yes, because when he was talking to the cops, he was saying, I got a 19-year-old stepdaughter. But he called a baby girl his daughter. He said, I got a 19-year-old stepdaughter and an 11-year-old daughter. So he, I guess he claims the baby because she was probably, well, she was a baby when they met. So Yeah, she was so small that yeah, that he was able to manipulate her too. Yeah. Oh, Lord have mercy. Y'all. It's, it's very sad. When I was taking notes on this, I was like, damn, this is crazy. Like, I was waiting for. I was like, okay, so when is the killing gonna happen? Like, what, what's what? When is the stuff? Because this is a lot before we even got to the murder. I'm thinking all this stuff is about to be, you know, what happened. But no, it was. It's part of the, part of the story, part of their background. Yeah, it's okay to be alone, y'all. So it's really okay. Maybe she rushed out there too fast. We're back to dating. Yeah. Yeah, she was lonely, vulnerable. He must yeah. have the talk game. Must have. But, uh, guys, I'm going to have to wrap it up here because I actually got to go run and do something. It's almost 3 o'clock, so yeah, I got to go. <laughs> so, 
Today's Yo. case was very different. We're going to mm-hmm. tell you guys, if something's going on in your household, please get help. It's too many cases like this. There's too many red flags that everybody ignored. Yeah. Like, you got to get your family out of situations like this. It's just and like, if you close with your family, like, keep them, keep their ass close. Yeah, please keep them close. But yes, guys, thank you all for listening. Of course, follow the Instagram and the TikTok. Instagram, Killer Talk will be in. TikTok, Killer Talk with Big Near. Um, live stream coming soon, right? Yes, because it's going to help me with the live stream. Let's so go. That soon. I'm so excited. <laughs> oh, so excited. So, um, what was I about to say? I, got, I need you guys to start commenting. Spotify, I need. A hundred followers on Spotify so I can start getting paid, y'all. So I need <laughs> even if you don't listen on Spotify, just go on Spotify and just follow and continue to listen on whatever you listen on. But Spotify is the main thing I need most of the follows on. So please guys just go to Spotify and just hit the follow button. That's all I ask. And I'll continue to put out content for y'all. Done, son. Yes, but yes, thank y'all for listening. I love y'all. Bye, Near Nation. Yo, come on, Near Nation. All right, let's go.